and at big odds exploring shows the way on the outside Arkansas Kid Cylinder Ruse up on the inside hard on the inside Shinzo starting to run on Cylinder takes the lead of the 200 from Shinzo giving chase Cylinder Shinzo and right down the outside with a big run late is MP coming home hard King's Gambit but Shinzo and Ryan Moore have drawn clear to win the golden slipper Shinzo beats Cylinder King's Gambit third Don Corleone fourth and Empire Japan further back to Arkansas Kid from Little Bros then came Blanc de Blanc from Barber, a gap to exploring from Steel City, Platinum Jubilee, militarised, and uh, we lost the writer of Learning to Fly, uh, full of drama for her. Chad Schofield's come down over at the 600 metre mark and failing to finish Lazago. Yeah, that was a drama mid-race when Learning to Fly uh, dislodged Chad Schofield. She just wasn't in the right frame of mind. I'm not saying that was her fault what happened there, but she was... Uh, she was chancy in the barrier. She missed the start by two legs, right out of character for her and maybe a victim of the hot day because reading the stewards report, there were quite a few incidents where horses are pulled up with with mild heat stress. But that's uh, learning to fly. But the, the real deal is Shinzo. What a sense of timing here with this horse, only racing seven days earlier, winning the Pago Pago and then successful yesterday. Tom Moore is representing Coolmore. He's our first guest on past the post. Tom, good morning. And to the organisation, congratulations. Yeah, good morning, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Um, it was a great result for everyone concerned at Coolmore yesterday. Um, you couldn't wipe the smile off Tom Magnus' face. And to have to do it with a colt that was bred and raised on the farm and we sourced the mare in foal, just Mitchell carrying Shinzo, was just made it all the more sweet. Exactly right. I defer to Ray Thomas here, the article he wrote on the Golden Slipper, and I think it makes a lot of sense in hindsight. He summed it up well. Here was a case of Coolmore versing Godolphin over the last 100 metres, uh, McDonald versing Moore, Waller versing Cummings. It had a, a great sense of, of, of uh, you know, majesty about it almost. Yeah, it gives you an indication uh, as to how important this race is for, for our breeding industry. When you have heavyweights like Coolmore and, and Godolphin and, and Newgate Red third and fourth as well, with Colts that will go on to be well received at start, uh, I'm, I'm sure all the top four Colts will go on and find a home at start in time. But yeah, it goes to show how important the race is, and we have people involved in, in Shinzo in the ownership um, from all over the world, whether it be Germany, America, um, and Ireland, of course. So we have international investors that put a lot of money into the industry here in the hope that they can one day win a Golden Slipper and to be able to achieve that yesterday was a huge result for us. So I'm assuming when um, learning to fly sort of uh, you know lost lost the rider, all Coolmore eyes would have been on learning to fly, uh, wondering what had happened there. At, at what point did you sort of go from the, the devastation, I guess, of that to, 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 to watching Shinzo and thinking, hang on, we've got a chance here? Yeah, I suppose it was, it was bittersweet in the aftermath. Um, Annabelle and her team were absolutely devastated. Um, and learning to fly, we thought had a great chance in the race too. So, yeah, our eyes were on learning to fly. And um, our, our thoughts were with learning to fly, but it, it was hard to take your eyes off Shinzo when he hit the front with 100 metres to go. Um, learning to fly, we've been to see this morning. She's in 
she's in Randwick Equine and she seems to have improved overnight, she will be fine in, in long term. So the uh, prognosis for her is good. Jay Mack had ridden Shinzo in the previous two starts and there he was on cylinder. When did the decision or when did the talk start about getting Ryan Moore to come here to ride Shinzo? Well, obviously, we, he won the Pago Pago the week before, um, which gave, booked him his ticket in the race. Uh, Tom Magna, the principal of Coolmore Australia, had it in the back of his mind that Ryan would be able to come out if, if he was to gain a start. He was he's a horse that we always had a huge opinion of, and but a lot of the premier jockeys in Sydney had already booked rides for the race, so... Um, it, it didn't take long after he won the Pago Pago for us to get on the phone to, to Ryan to get him out here. And what about giving Chris Waller his first golden slipper? I mean, we all know Chris has won uh, virtually every major race in Australia, but but I sense there, there would have been a bit of extra significance to this um, to this win. Well, like you also, I'm sure you all saw Chris Waller in his interviews after the race and got an indication of what it meant to him. Uh, he, he's an incredible trainer. A great trainer. Uh, so it was only a matter of time before he ended up winning a golden slipper. He, he's had plenty of runners in the slipper before. He had yes, yes, yes for us, who drew the outside barrier and flew home and ran six or seventh. Came home in the best sectionals. Uh, home affairs. Ran a nice race without everything going his way. He, he's had plenty of chances in the race, and but it's a race where you need everything to go right to win. So yeah, for, for Chris to get the win and for us to provide that for him was a huge thrill for us. Double prong question here. Um, 1,200 metres of a, of a golden slipper, um, you know, he, he came out on top, but I'd suggest he'd be even better over over further. Um, and the second part of that question, is that is that it? The grand, uh, you know, that was the grand final. He'll have a spell now, or is there a chance, um, you know, he could push on uh, this autumn? I'm sure there is a chance, but that that will be totally left up to Chris and his team and to see how he pulls up. Um, he's a colt that we want to get back at three and target races like the Coolmore and the Golden Rose and perhaps the Everest. Uh, he's a horse that Chris and his team have always said would be would be better at three. Um, he's not a not the furnished product yet, so I think he's a very exciting. He's obviously a very exciting colt, a highly talented colt. And he's the golden slipper winner now, so he doesn't have to do anything more as a two-year-old. Um, but obviously, he's favourite for the size progeny, and that is an option. So we'll leave that up to Chris. He's the trainer, and we're just along for the ride. But happy to do whatever he he recommends. Uh, in terms of getting out over ground a bit further, I'm not sure. He's by Snitzel out of Samaretti. Snitzel's always obviously a very fast horse, and Samaretti won a Blue Diamond. And and um, and a group one over a thousand metres. So I'm not sure if if he'll stay a lot further, but he does. He looks like he has the constitution, which should see him run fourteen hundred metres and maybe a mile in time. He gives every indication of that. You're in a better position than than, than Ben and I here to to answer this question or discuss this. So winning that golden slipper yesterday, what sort of value does this horse carry now, Shinzo? What's he worth? Well, you, you would have to say he's he's one of the most valuable stallion prospects or sire prospects in in the world. Um, uh, he's, he's worth a, he's worth a significant amount of money, but he's not for sale. He will be standing at Coolmore 
in the future and you would expect him to stand for a pretty high fee and he's got a great bunch of owners in him who will be supporting him with their own mares. Uh, he, hopefully he's going to be a very important stay in, for the Australian breeding industry over the next 20 years. Yeah. Um, he's He's worth about as much as the stallion prospect could possibly be worth, but in the, in the same breath, he's not for sale. No, that, that's that's a very well answered question. Actually, when you think about it, it's a great result for the organisation. And just before you go, one more question, a, a follow up with learning to fly. I think I mentioned before you came on air that uncharacteristically she missed the start and she was a bit a bit chancy in the gates. I wonder if the heat might have affected her yesterday. Uh, I don't. I don't know that the heat had an impact. Uh, it's, it's a high-pressure race. Chris Wallace said in the, to us in, in private during the week that the race can either be won or lost before they get to the barriers. Uh, they, those, these are inexperienced horses that haven't witnessed things like that before. And maybe sometimes it can be a bit much for these inexperienced horses or they just get overawed by the occasion with a big crowd I'm not sure, but I, I wouldn't say it was the heat. It was just one of those things that can happen in racing. And if you run the race 10 times over, I'm sure it wouldn't have happened like that. So it's just one of those things that happens. It's just bad luck, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. But she'll be back bigger and better as a three-year-old. Yeah, exactly right. Good on you, Tom. Thanks for your time this morning. You've provided us with a lot of information. No problem. Thank you for having me.